Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Horticulture Week podcast. I'm Hort Week editor Matthew Appleby, and today I'm with David Dominey and Mark Portman. David is a celebrity gardener and TV presenter, notably on Love Your Garden on ITV1. He has an industry background at Notcuts and is buying director for Seasons Garden Centres, as well as gardening buyer controller for superstore chains Texas Do It All and Homebase. He is now brand ambassador for Evergreen Garden Care and is working on Evergreen's Chelsea Flower Show 2021, My Houseplant Changed My Life exhibit, linked to his new book of the same title. Mark Portman has been Evergreen Garden Care UK and Ireland MD since 2018 and has led the business to an increase in the garden care market share of almost 29%. So, welcome Mark. Matthew, good afternoon. Hello. And welcome, David. Hello, Matthew. Hi, how are you doing? So, David, Chelsea, that sounds exciting. What, what's the plan? Well, our thoughts are to create something in Chelsea Flower Show that highlights the benefits that growing indoor plants have to our mental and physical well-being. Um, the book that um, I've, I've written, which focuses in on that, which is My House Plant Changed My Life, um, published by uh, DK Books, has uh, highlighted 50 plants which each have their own individual superpower on, on helping us get through uh, living in the modern world indoors. We know during the, the first lockdown that gardening had a, a particular important part to play in uh, helping us get through. But during the winter, of course, indoor gardening has helped many as well. So my thought was to, to highlight just all the benefits that indoor plants have and to culminate that in an, an ex exhibition exhibit 
showcasing those 50 plants and highlighting how each individual one has a, an important part to play in our lives. And of course, it's sponsored uh, by Mark and his team at Evergreen. It's Miracle Grow that's sponsoring it. And it's a quite a nice fit because usually having created quite a few gardens and exhibits at Chelsea, sometimes it's really difficult to tie in principal sponsors. When I was working with Harley Davidson or we were working with um, uh, a, a whole variety of different we did quite a lot for for bradstone during the time but here because it's plants and it's growing plants and plants take care of us we thought it was a perfect link because miracle grow of course uh, takes care of the plants that are taking care of us so it's a big exhibit that's taking place inside the uh, main uh, floral pavilion and, um, and 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 the benefits of that to the communities that uh, that visit chelsea but not only of course the exhibitors but uh, uh, also the many visitors and the press to, to highlight just how beneficial plants are and, and the pleasure that we get from growing them. Brilliant. Can't wait till September, David. But between now and then, Mark, there's a whole gardening season to go. So what what are the retail prospects for, for 2021? Well, I mean, if we go back uh, to where we were 12 months ago um, when the pandemic hit, we've really seen gardening come into its own. And um, I think... What we've seen is 3 million more gardeners come into this category in the last 12 months have really seen the benefits of gardening, the health and mental well-being benefits of it, which has meant that the whole industry had a fantastic um, experience in terms of uh, new, new consumers coming into it during 2020. Uh, but as we've gone through the winter period, we've continued to see more people gardening. And as we're set up now for the season, um, we've seen our customers buying a lot more stock earlier, ready for the season. And I think the prospects look, look good, to be fair. I mean, you know, we're looking forward to it. Um, and I think you know, the challenge will be what happens um, later on in the summer um, as uh, the, the vaccine rollout occurs and what that might do to any consumer changes in terms of behaviour. And David, so there's some industry optimism for 2021. You're a pretty optimistic guy. I bet you, how are you feeling for 2021? I think I think it, it's huge. I mean, we, our biggest worry was it was after the first lockdown, we got so many new gardeners in. Of course, a lot of um, Mark and his team's study of estimating that they're in the millions was how do we keep them continually gardening? That was the key thing. That's where houseplants came in on my part. But of course, now we go into the season, a lot of... Uh, a lot of these uh, new gardeners, as well as existing gardeners, who, to be fair, uh, um, not only picked up the trowel to continue working as they normally do in the garden, but were, were tackling quite uh, uh, bigger and more serious uh, projects or turning some aspects of the lawn into, uh, into grow your own areas. I think, and, and having talked to quite a lot of the, uh, uh, quite, quite, a, quite a bit of community uh, uh, gardens through Cultivation Street, that everybody is very pro. Everybody's desperate to get out there to grow and build on the experiences they had during last lockdown. Um, because for, for many, it was a, a very pleasurable experience engaging with the garden during very dark and difficult times. No, indeed. So, Mark, um, for 2021, are there any particular promotions and new products you'll be um, promoting in particular? Yeah, I mean, we, um, we're working on a product innovation cycle three to four years out in terms of developing, <coughs> excuse me, new products. But this year, we're launching a, a range of new products which are, which are coming into our customers right now. So a, a portfolio of peat-free growing media, 
um, a range of uh, Miracle Grow products for the lawn care. One of our most popular products for the lawn is a complete four in one product under Miracle Grow. We're launching a natural version of that. We're launching a new product called Thicker Lawn, which helps to grow and thicken the lawn. What's the way you've got some bare patches? And also a fiber smart mulch product as well. So, four key pieces of innovation that we're bringing to the market. Some under Miracle Grow, the peat free grow media, some natural four in one for your lawn, a thicker lawn for your lawn, and a mulch product. Our customers, when we've spoken to them, have responded well to it. And I think, as well as that, we'll continue to push on some of the innovation that we brought to the market last year. Uh, you know, last year we launched a, a range of products called Small and Simple, which was specifically for houseplants. Coming back to the, uh, the exhibition and, and the work that David's done and the, and the fantastic book he's written, is you know, gardening isn't just about in the garden. Gardening can be for people the balcony or a pot plant in the living room. And we have to also make sure we've got a range of products which can satisfy um, the consumers that are gardening in that way as well. Oh, cool. And David, you've always got tons of projects on the go. So what TV and other projects have you got lined up for this year? Well, there's quite a lot. Obviously, Love Your Weekend, which is a, a show that I contribute to, um, that Alan does on a, on a Sunday morning, Alan Titchmarsh, uh, has been phenomenally successful. Uh, we just, um, in fact, we were filming some just the other day. Uh, and I've got quite a, a big lineup of uh, dates for um, Love Your Garden uh, to do. Um, I'm on this morning almost every week. We're doing something the beginning of, of next week as well, all looking at actively engaging as many people as possible into, into the fun and pleasurable experience of, of gardening. I say pleasurable, it's blooming hard work on Love Your Garden, as you can probably see me uh, sweating it back and forth. Uh, I don't know about the red arrows, we're the orange barrows, that's the, the way we seem to, seem to work. So there, there's a lot of focus um, on gardening. It's a huge uh, popular topic. I was on this morning, um, just the other day, talking about pampas grasses, believe it or not, just out of anything, uh, rating one of the highest uh, and most popular parts of the, of the show. I think that's some, probably because my, my, um, my daughter, Abigail, uh, came in and photobombed me halfway through. She's only, uh, she's only five and stayed with me whilst I was talking to Eamon and Ruth for the, uh, for the rest of the interview, helping me out as we go. But that's the magic of gardening, of course. It's not just us as adults, it's the interaction of the families. And for, for, for many people looking forward to uh, catching up with other members of the family, myself, uh, with, with my father, um, we're desperate to, to see him. And I think the space of gardening outside becomes more and more important in, in, in our everyday lives, the nation's lives. So this focus in on, on having more television programmes that are looking at the important aspects and how the garden means more than just weeding, watering and cutting the lawn, how it has a positive impact in our daily lives. Um, so I'm very busy, yes. Oh, brilliant. You mentioned uh, Alan Titchmarsh there, David. Now, you know him pretty well. T tell us a secret about Alan that we don't know. Oh, I'll tell you something. He, he's marvellous with the music. One episode we did, we were setting in a series of scaffolding pipes to create this, this fence. I was only talking to him about that uh, the day before yesterday. And he picked up a pair of secretaires and was working out the notes by putting a little bit of soil in the top of the scaffolding pipes. And he played perfectly the opening theme tune of James Bond. Dun, 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 on these pipes. So he's a, he's a, he's a musical genius. <laughs> he keeps that under his hat. 
What a legend. gardening cat. <laughs> what a legend. Brilliant. I wonder what he'd say about me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Mark, David mentioned the hard work he's been putting in on the, uh, with the TV, but this year, um, January, early February, was pretty hard work, but you know, then the sun came out. So how, how have things been going 2021 so far for you? Yeah, they've been going, they've been going well. I, I think, you know, first of all, I have to recognise you know, the, the challenges that people have faced you know, in the last 12 months, you know, running garden centres and retailers in this environment. And and us running the manufacturing, you know, making all these products and making all of our manufacturing sites COVID safe um, as well. And the teams having to operate in such a strange way. You know, we've got the product into our customers. Um, you know, as I said very earlier on, the initial uptake has been very strong on our MPD. Um, we're really waiting for the season to start in earnest. It's where where, we, where um, we've seen some sales out, it's been positive so far, so it indicates that you know these three million new gardeners that have come into the category are still hungry to want to play in the in the gardening environment are really enjoying it and through some of the research we've done as well we've seen that the established gardeners are actually gardening more than they have in the past as well and we know that people are enjoying grow your own more we know that people are enjoying this multi-generational gardening as well so grandfathers and grandchildren are are gardening together which is um, you know a really great trend we've seen come through in the last 12 months so at the moment we sit here you know kind of pretty optimistic about what's ahead of us in terms of the the season ahead oh great you did say i remember late last year you said 40 percent of those three million will will carry on has your view sort of changed since then do you think it still will be 40 percent and if so how much of an uplift will that give you you know statistically in 2021 yeah, I mean, we of the three million new gardeners, when we, we did some estimates of what will happen in the coming years, we thought we'd, the industry would retain about 40% of them. I would estimate at the moment we've got more than that still in the gardening. And um, you know, if I look at the way in which the, the, the demand for our products is continuing, I would say there's more than 40% still there. The 40% was based upon what happens in the next 12 months. You know, as society readjusts back to some level of normality as we would recognise it, we think that some of those gardeners that have come in probably will lose, but we think overall we'll retain about 40% of them. That stance is in good stead then for the overall category growth. We'll still have more people gardening at the end of 2021 than we had at the start of 2020. And I think that's good for the industry and it just reflects the positivity around gardening, be that mowing your lawn or growing your own vegetables or understanding the benefits of houseplants as well. Oh, fantastic. David, um, you're pretty well placed to give advice to these new gardeners about, um, you know, how to get into it. But what sort of advice would you give to the industry about, you know, how to get these new gardeners, you know, more and more engaged? Well, I think I think it's, it's, it, that, that's a really difficult question because the, the, the size of our industry and the diversity of uh, um, the different categories within our industry would be different advice to each of those. You know, if I was talking to seed companies, uh, we'd be effectively to encourage people to to germinate easy things on windowsills to gain the confidence to get up and move forward. Um, whether it's cress, whether it's mung beans, or whether it's it's uh, parsley, basil, or anything on on windowsills. So I think 
the, the, the biggest and most important thing we have, I suppose, as an industry is to give people a positive first experience of plants. Um, and, and that's key. That's where the positivity of shows like Chelsea and, and Hampton and, 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 and a variety of others inspire people to try something new. But they need to have some successes with that earlier on to, to, to get the bug. Um, because as we know, we talked to a lot of people, I've tried that and I wasn't unsuccessful, it means they don't try it again. But, you know, as a, as a gardener, even as an experienced horticulturalist, I don't get full success with everything I grow every year. And that's part of the magic of gardening. It's ever evolving and it's ever learning. So creating something or highlighting or sending messages and using social media on things that, that uh, would be easy for people to gain success for the first time and interacting with plants certainly if you were growing house plants you'd be growing things like crassulas which is a jade plant to start maybe even cactus or dracaena marginata if you were growing seeds and germinating like the ones i've mentioned are pretty easy for windowsill crops um, choosing plant varieties that have a sensory or an emotional connection, plants that have fragrance. And it's not just flowers like jasmine or gardenia or honeysuckle. It's also the foliage, Lipia citriodora, uh, with the with the sherbet's uh, uh, scent to it, or, or thyme, just as easy, thyme, uh, uh, citrus thyme as well, um, and mint and chocolate mint and the others. So engaging with sensory interaction. Of course, things that also that you can eat is really good. People are keen to grow their own, but good experiences that are guaranteed success at the first time. Um, and to share the ideas as well, share successes and, and, and information. And that's where community gardening like Cultivation Street does so very well, is that it spans the experience from children to, to, to pensioners. It, it, it unites everybody together, irrespective of diverse backgrounds. Uh, gardening has a, a, a whole... Uh, social benefit over and above the plants themselves so it's give it a go give it a grow and and gain some happiness from uh, first experiences I suppose just the same as any hobby oh great some, some inspiration there from David but Mark there's also challenges um, for the industry and there's environmental challenges around um, sort of peat and pesticides how are you dealing with them at the moment yeah what I'd say is um, <clears throat> yeah we listen to what consumers are asking for and um, you know it's important through research but consumers are looking for high efficacy products so they want to know products that they trust will do the job they want them to do and we've certainly seen in the past few years an acceleration in consumers also asking for what they would call natural or organic type of products. So we, we see that. And if I look at what we've done on our portfolio um, is in the past three years, really accelerated bringing to market a range of high efficacy natural products. So we launched a range of performance organics under miracle Grow last year. So we've got some, some grow media there, we've got lawn care products and we've got plant care products. On our controls area, We've taken um, one of our well-known weed control brands, Roundup, and we moved that into natural formulations as well. So we recognize that this is a trend. We are accelerating as much of our innovation and our research and development as we possibly can. But what we won't do is compromise on the efficacy of the product. It has to work. And it comes a bit back, you know, we've got 3 million new gardeners coming into this category. You know, they're experiencing the joy of gardening. We've got to make sure they have a positive experience with the products that they use. Um, but I say that's what we'll continue to do. And as we go forward in the coming years, 
we're seeing more and more innovation coming to market that sits within that more natural um, portfolio. Now that's a good look ahead into the future. Um, in 2020, 2021 has been dominated by the, the pandemic and, and, and Brexit as well. But, you know, I think, you know, we are seeing light at the end of the tunnel. So, David, have you got a sort of message looking into the future for gardeners and for the industry? Well, I think I think we're in there's a combination last year because we also had uh, incredibly good weather during the, the difficult times. But underlying that, we all knew that there was some issues coming about and, and Brexit was one of them. Uh, and we've we've gone through that now. We're at the other end and we're, we're settling down, although it's not completely settled, of course. And there, there are some industries that are suffering uh, uh, because of that, for all of which we, we're incredibly sympathetic to. Um, but with that out of the way, um, the kids going back to school shortly, which is a double plus, we've been homeschooling, um, and the fact of freedom starting to come back to us. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, quite over emotional and overwhelming because I think for, for many of us, we've identified during this difficult time just what is really important. And I think engaging with nature and engaging with our friends and our families, uh, especially in a positive environment and being incredibly thankful for what we've got, because um, many of us, myself included, have, have lost people that, 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 that mean a great deal to us during the pandemic. Um, so I think uh, uh, grabbing hold of, of life experiences, positive life experience, of which nature and, and gardening, of course, does with our families, I think uh, we're in for, for a more, considerably more of a positive time. And I think we'll all be incredibly grateful for that. Oh, great. And, and Mark, before I, I sign off, have you got a, a message, um, you know, for, for the rest of the year you know, for, for, for us to hear? Um, I think you know, reiterating some of the points that David said is I think the outlook is positive. It's fantastic that we've got new gardeners coming in and that those that have been gardening for many years are gardening more often. And I think it really demonstrates the importance of gardening, you know, the health and well-being aspects of it and how people see a garden as an extension of their living space. And I don't think that's going to change. I really don't. I think people... You know, I've enjoyed growing their own vegetables. I've enjoyed playing with new plants, getting books and understanding house plants, for example, like David's book, I think will do fantastically well. And I think that all of that is, is a positive, positive for us as we go forward. Um, and I think the bit for us is, you know, as, as, as we come out of this pandemic and we return to normal, I think that many of the things that we've enjoyed during the pandemic, gardening is a big part of that, will reiterate and become part of our a sort of way of life as we go forward. Great. Now that's some optimistic optimistic messages looking ahead into 2021. So thank you so much to David Dominey and Mark Portman and thanks for listening to the Horticulture Week podcast with Evergreen Garden Care. To listen to the full back catalogue of podcasts, look for hortweek.com forward slash podcasts. And once again, thank you and goodbye for now. This Horticulture Week podcast was produced and edited by Christina Taylor. To make sure you don't miss the next one, subscribe to Horticulture Week podcast or follow on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or your favourite podcast player. And you can find more podcasts, horticulture news, industry analysis, exclusive reports, insight and data at horticultureweek.co.uk. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.